I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min Football Network. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simeu, and on today's show, we're going to be discussing the ridiculous, embarrassing uh, criticism that has come Mikel Arteta's way since he took that decision at the weekend to bring on young Ethan Waneri off of the substitutes bench and make him the Premier League and Arsenal, of course, his youngest ever player. 15 years old. We should be celebrating that. We should be shouting from the rooftops about how great it is to see a young talent from this country, a young player who's worked his way up through the academy at a rate that is impressive, incredible, admirable, and has got to the point where his manager, a Premier League manager, who currently sits at the top of the table, by the way, has felt that he is ready to come on in a Premier League fixture and make his debut. How many times have you heard the conversation, not enough academy talent makes it all the way? Not enough of the big clubs give opportunities to young academy players. Academy players' route is always very difficult because of the foreign talent that the clubs bring in. <laughs> All of this stuff is stuff that for years and years and years people have been banging on about. Yet when Mikel Arteta has the balls to say, you might be 15 years old, but I think you're good enough. I think you're ready to experience this. I think you're ready to have this on your CV. I think you're ready to get a little bit of a taste of this, to push you on, to motivate you, to go on and achieve the levels of performance that clearly the club from within think this guy is capable of. When a manager does that, we should give him applause. We should praise him. We should give him credit. We should say that is how you get somebody that you as a football club think has all the potential and all the talent to get to that point and, and to a very high level. That is how you give them that extra little bit of motivation. You give them a little bit of a taste. You give them a little bit of a teaser of what could be in the next two, three seasons if they knuckle down and work hard. It's great management. It's fantastic management. When Jurgen Klopp did it with Harvey Elliott, it was the best thing that a manager had done in years. It was genius it was excellent man management. It was the best way to give this guy the, the platform to go on and succeed. It was the best way to kind of motivate this kid at this point in his career to go, yeah, I can make that extra step. What a confidence boost that must be to be the first 15-year-old essentially to come on in the Premier League. These are all things that Mikel Arteta should be getting credit for. Wayne Rooney made his first appearance at a really young age. Scored that cracking goal, do you remember, against us. And what a career he went on to have. James Milner played really, really young. And what a career he's gone on to have. Cesc Fabregas came on and became Arsenal's youngest ever player in a League Cup game. And what a career he went on to have. There is nothing wrong with giving these lads an opportunity when the game state allows it. And the game state allowed it against Brentford. Now, why did the game state allow for us to make this change, allow for us to take off 
a midfielder and bring on a 15-year-old because we earned it. We earned the right to be in that position because we totally dominated Brentford from the first minute and put ourselves in a position where we were 3-0 up with just moments to go. We earned the right. We put ourselves in that position, position from which Mikel Arteta could take this risk, could put him on. What message does it send as well to the rest of the academy? Probably the strongest message you could possibly send them. The message is that if you're good enough, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what position you play. If you are good enough at this football club, you will be given an opportunity. It's a really powerful statement. It's a really, really powerful message and a positive one. So why on earth, why on earth are members of the media opting to be critical of it? Now, I listened to that clip that was going around earlier, Jason Cundy having a right go about it. He called it self-indulgent. He said that Mikel Arteta wanted to be able to say that I'm the guy who played the youngest ever player. The same Mikel Arteta who's made a point of building a team around young, exciting players, who's made a point of protecting these young and exciting players at every given opportunity. Is that the self-indulgent manager that we're talking about? Jason Cundy said in that clip that he thinks that Mikel Arteta doesn't care about these players and is literally only doing it for himself. You what? You what? Where has that come from? It's pure clickbait. It's got to be. There's no other explanation for it. If it's not clickbait, then you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. Why do people always want to have a go at Arsenal? Why do people always want to stick the boot in when it's something Arsenal related? What happened? Tried to find something to criticise us about, but you couldn't? Because we went and won 3-0 away at a game that the wider media built up as a massive banana skin and the type of game that Arsenal were going to falter in and crumble in and collapse in off the back of that defeat at Old Trafford in the, the game week prior. Well, sorry, it didn't happen. Arsenal went there, they dominated, they controlled the game and they won it handsomely. And so because of that, and because of your lack of, you know, creativity or your lack of imagination, you've had to find an angle to be critical of them. You've had to find a way of getting some Arsenal slander in your show. And so you've decided to pick up on the point that Arsenal gave a 15-year-old an opportunity to get on the pitch for a minute, which is basically what it was, get that experience under his belt and, and take that on for the rest of his career. A taster of what it could be like if he buckles down and works hard. I don't see anything wrong with what Mikel Arteta did. And if that opinion or if that view or if this reaction was consistent to the reaction that we've seen when other young players have been given opportunities, i.e. some of the ones I mentioned. Wayne Rooney, James Milner, Harvey Elliott. If the reaction was the same then, I'd say, OK, I don't agree with you. In fact, I strongly disagree with you. But that's your opinion. Fair enough. But the bias is showing. The prejudice against Arsenal is showing when you're opting to have a go at Arsenal 
for something that many other clubs have done over the years, yet nobody has batted an eyelid. Nobody has said anything about it. Nobody has wanted to be critical. Why? Because there's a disrespect for Mikel Arteta. And there's a disrespect for Arsenal Football Club. And there always has been. There always has been. For as long as I can remember, growing up, Arsene Wenger was never given the respect he deserved by the media, by the officials, and by the end of his time, some of our fans. Mikel Arteta doesn't get the respect that he deserves from the media. The club doesn't get the respect that they deserve from the media. There's a, a distinct lack of respect. You would not hear Jason Cundy say that about Jurgen Klopp, and you would not hear him say it about Pep Guardiola. Arsenal are massive, huge, far bigger than Manchester City. So maybe that's why that they've chosen to do this. That's why they've opted to have a go. But it wasn't just Jason Cundy. Danny Murphy was critical of the decision as well. He wasn't as forthright in his criticism. It wasn't as harsh. But I still don't really understand where he was coming from. People will say that it's putting the player under pressure. Well, no, it's not, is it? Because he's 15 years old and nobody expects him to start next week. Nobody expects him to be in the squad week in, week out. Let's not forget that the only reason he was in the squad was because there was no Zinchenko, there was no Odegaard, there was no Smith-Rowe. Three players who can all play in that advanced midfield position that Ethan Waneri likes to play were unavailable, hence why he was in the picture. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. In the first place, but he's there. Give him the experience. The opportunity presented itself to give him a game. And there it was. And this wasn't Mikel Arteta doing something just to boost his own, you know, uh, sort of, um, you know, to, to boost his own profile or to get people waxing lyrical about him. No, that wasn't it at all. You know, it, it, this is a guy and, I, and I'll read you some of these, um, some of these, uh, these things that I've, I've been coming across. Um, you know, Adrian Kajumba, journalist. Ethan Waneri is considered as close to a sure thing as is possible at Arsenal. He's widely thought to be the next one. To some, even the one tipped to surpass Jack Wilshire and Cesc Fabregas. Okay, that's one story. Uh, Granite Xhaka on Nwaneri. I'm doing my coaching license and I have trained the under-16s. You can see a big difference between him and the other guys. He is very, very special. He looks old when I see him, but the club can be proud of a player like him. Rio Ferdinand said... I've heard from coaches that are at the club and from various people in the game at that level that there aren't many 15-year-olds in the last 10 or so years that have got the ability that this guy's shown on a consistent basis. We're talking the Fodens of the world at 15. He's at a similar level, they're saying. So this isn't something that 
Mikel Arteta cooked up as a PR stunt. This is a guy that within the club they feel can go on to achieve incredible things, that can go on to incredible heights. So why wouldn't you give him that opportunity if you're able to do so? And Arsenal were able to do so on that given day because of a a number of factors, because of the injuries that we had, meaning that we were light on the bench in terms of creative midfield players and creative midfield options. And also because of the game state at the time, which I've already mentioned, Arsenal were 3-0 up, cruising and absolutely flying. The agenda against Arsenal from some of these people is laughable at times. Laughable. Because our fan base is so big, people feel like they need to talk about us. People feel like they need to find an angle to, to have a go at us, even when we win even when we're silencing the critics, even when we're doing everything within our power and, and we're chugging along nicely, there's always going to be people out there that want to trip us up or want to use the size of our fan base to gain clicks, to gain traction and to, you know, to, to sort of get wins that way. But we as a fan base are at fault for this as well because of our reactionary nature to certain situations because of the way we've reacted, because of the way we've glorified outrage, because of the way we've allowed certain people who, you know, are entitled to their opinions, but I think put them across in an unfair way. Those people are thriving. Those platforms are thriving. And so it's worked in the past. And so organizations, radio stations will look at that and say, well, that's the way you get loads of numbers. How can I get an easy win today? How can I get loads of clicks? How can I get loads of retweets? How can I get loads of replies to my post? I know what I'll do. I'll have a go at Arsenal. And sometimes the criticism of Arsenal is fair. Sometimes the criticism of Arsenal has some element of truth to it. Sometimes there is a, a, a an angle that they're coming from that, um, you know, whether you're diehard Arsenal or not, you can at the very least understand. Listen, there's loads of content creators out there. I'll give you a prime example, right? And, you know, he won't mind me saying this. Lee Gunner, okay? I don't agree with a lot of what Lee Gunner says, but I can see where he's coming from with some of it. I can see why somebody would come to that conclusion. I can see why he might have that view. And that's fine. I don't have to agree with it. But I can't dismiss it because there is a... There is some of it that I kind of agree with. And there is some of it that I think, yeah, there's a bit of truth to that. I can I can see where you're coming from. But this, Jason Cundy having a go at Arteta about this is fucking mad. Okay? And there is no substance to this. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, I, I really don't get why they need to have a go at him where it's all coming from and um and how anybody in a, in any way can can sort of try to downplay um you know what what Mikel Arteta's done there and and try to pass what's clearly a positive off as a negative um let's see what you guys are saying in the chat as well, let me know your thoughts on this particular subject. Not a really long episode today because there isn't really a lot to talk about. We're deep into the international break. We've got some other bits of content lined up uh, throughout the rest of the week, which I'm going to be sharing with you. But today, I, I just felt that we had to park everything else and focus 
not focus, but we had to address this, didn't we? We had to. We absolutely had to. Um. Okay, let's uh, let's go into the chat box and see uh, what you guys are saying. Uh, Jid says, the other issue is these media personalities know their toxic, reactionary, and easily triggered elements. Sorry, the other issue is these media personalities know there are toxic, reactionary, and easily triggered elements in our fan base. People have seen how easy it is to rile fans up and we always take the bait. Yeah, um, it goes back to what I was saying. We've we've almost allowed this to thrive as a fan base by giving it attention. And I'm guilty of that as well. I'm doing it right now. But sometimes you just can't help it. Like sometimes your instinct to defend just kicks in and, and that's where I'm at right now. Um, Lynn says, uh, and Kundi saying Arteta does not care. He obviously does because at 16... He will get a better contract. Yeah, look, obviously for the lad to kind of put him in that position, it gives him a bit of an ex- a bit of experience. But, you know, I, I disagree with people that say it puts him under massive pressure. He's 15 years old. He's not expected to play, you know, week in, week out. This is a guy who's played under 18s at 14. This is a guy who's always been punching above his, his weight in terms of the level that he's playing at. So he's he's experienced that pressure before. This was just the next step. And, you know, with a Premier League appearance under his belt, that obviously bodes well for him when it comes to um, when it comes to the contract negotiations that will inevitably follow. Uh, let's see what else um, what else we've got. Uh, uh, what else have I got? Don Juan says it was a slow news day, Harry. They needed something to moan about. Absolutely. Certainly does feel like that, uh, doesn't it? Uh, the football's the football pie and mash podcast says sick of all the crap Arsenal get. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Laura Woods is uh, is uh, a gem. And yeah, by far the best one on there. There's no there's no doubt about that. Uh, Big Mad Andy says, um, what more did you expect from Jason Cundy? It's a good point. Is a good point. Um, anyway, look, we're going to leave it there um, because you know there isn't an awful lot to, to more to to do on this. I just wanted to make my point around it. I think the criticism is incredibly unfair. It's ridiculous. In fact, it's embarrassing. Um, and uh, people claiming that it's self indulgence on Mikel Arteta's behalf—absolute fucking nonsense. Does he care about his reputation as a manager? Of course he does. Does he care? About his career? Yeah. What driven individual doesn't? But to suggest that he only brought this guy on so that he could say, I am the one that played the youngest ever player is an absolute load of nonsense based on absolutely jack shit knowledge. It's based on nothing but a desperate attempt to drive clicks and to drive attention. And congratulations, you've succeeded because I'm sitting here moaning about it. But I felt I had to say my piece. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, please do leave a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Please do subscribe uh, to the channel if you are new as well. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow with some more. Until then, take care of yourselves. Cheers, guys. All the best. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.